It's a Stupidly Small Podcast. It's episode 732. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Where have you been? <laughs> Don't you, where have you been, me? What? Um, what is... I've been waiting for days. You take that if back. Not, we can ask. You take that back. I've been posting to Instagram one one hundredth of the times that I write a text to you that says want to do a pod and you give me an amazingly elaborate excuse. Very busy, and that is entirely excellent. But it's mm. very nice to hear your voice. Yes, um, I and also wanted to just quickly say to the listeners, "Hello, um, are you that, still there? Are you uh, with us?" <laughs> that's right. Well, they are with us, and that's what I wanted to say. We've heard from people over the last little while. We've been getting people going, "Guys, where the hell are you?" Mm. I miss. You know, I've gone back through the archives, and uh, I've I've been back from the start to the finish and back again. Mailbag. <laughs> I'm running out of stuff. So oh. can you please uh, come on and say hello? So this is us coming oh. on and saying hello. Yo. I did a thing, by the way, Thomas, uh, Thomas Stuart Farrell, uh, with, uh, oh, for, film. for and with Thomas Caldwell, a yes. um, friend of the podcast. Um, and, uh, so you what, know, the Melbourne International Film Festival? I'd say founding bureau chief. He'd be one of the founding bureau one chiefs. One of, one Don't of. you think? Yes, yes. Thomas so, uh, Caldwell. Uh, Anthony. Uh, the, the late, um, great Anthony Hardy. Oh, uh, uh, yes, Anthony Norris, Hardy, uh, that's, true. Yeah. Uh, that's true. That's uh, true. Mr. A. Morgan from Tasmania. He a. Morgan. was one for a while there. Anyway, yeah. look, the point is, uh, I'd, I'd say Kath Hallam and a few other people there as well. Yeah. Anyway. Nicole. So, Nicole. Uh, we're just going to list them all now. Anyway, listen, the, yeah. <laughs> the fact of the matter is that um, Joe, of course, Joe's overseas at the moment getting a tan and putting it on Instagram all over the place. Mm, very jealous. Anyway. Very. So, but I did a thing for Thomas, for and with Thomas Caldwell the other week, which was one of the more pleasurable gigs I've ever done in my entire life. Um, Including the Radio School of Hard Knocks? Oh, <laughs> gee. Oh, gee it'd, be, it'd be hard oh, to knock that off. Shower. <laughs> <laughs> God, it gets worse. This is time supposed to heal all wounds. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about uh, some wounds. Anyway, some so, wounds don't heal. <laughs> yes. Um, we could continue that metaphor, but nobody knows what we're talking about, so no. let's not. Listen, point is, I did a gig with Thomas Caldwell. For those who don't know Thomas Caldwell, for goodness sake, uh, Google him because there was a, a person oh, yeah. a person who tweeted during the uh, Melbourne International Film Festival, the just one, just gone. Mm. Someone tweeted, the guy who's programming <laughs> MIF looks like my, um, what is it? What was that? Like in my imagination, what the devil would look like. Wow. And then posted a photo of him. <laughs> and I must admit, he kind of does. Anyway. Thomas Caldwell? Yes. He doesn't look in like the, the devil. No, in the photo, you've got to see the photo. In fact, you know what? I'm going to try and find it and post it somewhere. Oh, no, it's I the best photo. It's he does a great, look evil. You just got to see it. He wears long coats, like, like long a, coats, the devil he's got walking like, the earth. No, totally. And he's got, like, he's, you know how, you know, Slick in cartoons hair. and stuff, they, they sort of glide? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's he's a, a bit like that. Satan in the Matrix. Or someone and, in the and, matrix. And like Neo. A, anyway, anyway, in an amazing way. Anyway, so he, uh, if people don't know him, they can look that up. But also, no, so I was doing this gig for him and apparently, mm. Farrell, what I said was, you know, I was I was on stage in front of like... How many? <laughs> uh, like 1,500 people or something. Player. And I said... couldn't even said, get a free ticket. You couldn't? No. You never asked. You I was never me. offered. I don't, offer, I don't ask for free tickets. Easy. 
And you're just so ridiculous. As if you would have come down from your little perch to come and see a little thing that I was doing. I thought you were talking about me being in the Geelong Advertiser box on Saturday at the football. Sorry. Oh, that's it. I thought you were talking about that perch. Ding! Well, it was... (laughs) It was nice. It was, uh, I just felt like it was like peak, re, peak regional Victoria sitting, drinking free crownies in the Geelong Addy box, watching the Geelong Cats at their home ground. Adorable. You've changed. So 15, well, You've I have. Changed. I've anyway, changed for the better. 1,500 people. What were you doing? So anyway, but my point is that in front of all of these people, <laughs> which Thomas pointed out, and he, uh, he did catch himself and say, oh, I shouldn't point that out. I was like, no, what do you, what do you got for me? Uh-huh. What did I do? And he said, you did say at one point, because I, I went to some uh, uh, audience questions, mm-hmm. but like oh. they were pre-written audience questions, which is the best thing ever. And in fact, I got a few bits of feedback Fake saying news. that was the best ever. No, because they just... It meant that the people got to think about what the questions were so they weren't super long and like I asked them throughout the thing. Anyway, and one of and but apparently what I did say was um I said let's just turn to some listener questions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I said listener a bit. And so I've got to get out of the habit I think no, a little you do bit not. of saying listener. No. The listener. But anyway, well, I was it. just saying before that the listener uh, may uh, may be um, surprised to hear from us. No. We've always said it's going to be a little sporadic, just as the uh, a little, little sh- sporadic. Just Hashtag as shift, a little sporadic. <laughs> as the little shift occurs, we will be, we'll be back more regular. We just have no, to get this our... No, this is Farrell. Correct. This is what's been happening, you see. Farrell won't let me say, let's take a few weeks off or anything. No. He says, no, 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 no. We're going to do them daily. In fact, we're going to do them twice a day. <laughs> and then we anyway, whatever. So I uh, talk a lot for my regular work now, so it's I find that I'm out of words by you know the end of a day, and then don't I, I can't get up, it. and I have no words left. Lauren Clark, yes. did you imagine that there's 1,500 people in this audience that you were performing for? Yes. Did you imagine all of them in the nude? No, I don't find it. Hello, train to oh, what is that, it? That's the Warnable train. train. That's what I thought. Uh, no, I. I don't do that, but you know what I did think? And this is funny because I reckon um, I've heard this story about actually about uh, Dad used to tell me this about now who is he? He is Barry Humphreys. The Barry Humphreys used to go, he'd go, um, he'd say, he'd see people on the way into the theatre and he'd say, g'day, g'day. And they'd say, g'day, Barry, and he'd say, g'day, g'day, Dave on the lights, you know, g'day, what's his name on the front of house, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go up, he'd go inside, he'd get made up, he'd get made up, he'd say, oh, hi to the person, hi to the person, hurrah, hi, hi. Mm-hmm. And he'd get made up and then he'd get in a costume, pick costume people would come in, hi, Barry, hi, 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 hi. And then he would uh, wait and then he would go out on stage and he'd walk out in front of, you know, however many people at the palace or whatever, mm. wherever he's mm. wherever he's doing his gig. And the lights would come up and he'd go, at alone, alone at last. Like that actually that moment where he, like where he's in front of like a big mass of people, mm. he felt more anonymous. Oh. Like that was how, that was how, what he was describing was that process of like, when the lights are on him and it's mm. it's just him working on his own with all of these people watching him and it's just yeah. because they're a big mass of people it sort of feels anyway it wasn't quite like that but i do think <laughs> it did occur to me and oh no i'm not saying it was anything like that were but, they nude? but what occurred to me no stop saying nude <laughs> you sound like who is it who says 
I know. Broccolite. Uh, uh, my mate Matessi, he always reckons that John Fane <laughs> on radio says sexual. <laughs> <laughs> the controversial that's John a, Fane. That's a Melbourne reference for those of you. Sexual. I mean, sexual isn't, but John Fane is. You're anyway, but the sexual. point is, that the mo- I reckon the more people, and I've always thought this, the more people in an audience, actually the easier it is. Because oh, yes. if you're in a small crowd, you can see all the little weird faces and somebody frowning and like, do you know what I mean? And like, also there were more fickle audience. Like if there's a loud laugh, you're okay. And if there's not, you kind mm. of, you know, whereas in a big crowd. So where was it? The comedy theatre. Right. I couldn't get a free ticket. Was it full? You're a dag. I, honestly, they asked me if I wanted some on the door. I actually thought about you and I thought mm. he would not. Be less interested in seeing. I love that chick. Is it? You do not. Do you really? Well, I like. I think I like. I think I even. I didn't think she was my favourite character, but she's still good. Well, everybody likes Alia Shortcut. She's the best. Ding. Oh, sorry. Uh, But so, what was the capacity of that joint? I have no idea. Hmm. Somebody said the the words fifteen hundred to me at some stage. So it looked pretty. In terms of it. Or the audience, it was sold out. I mean, I don't know if every seat was taken. I'm pretty sure every seat wasn't taken. That's why I couldn't get a free ticket. Oh, my God, Farrell. Honestly, I even did a little phishing text to you, which was like, my thing's tomorrow and it's blah, 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 blah. And you didn't go, cool, can I come? Well, when was it last week? You know where I was last week, Lauren Clark, at that time? Brisbane. Uh, in Brisbane, yeah. I was working in Brisbane. Why didn't I remember that and hang it on you? Have you, you've been to Brisbane. Have you been there for any length of time? Like, have you spent any time in that city? Do you know what, Faz? Last time I went, remember when I went to Brisbane for a day and spent the whole day in a room? Yes, yes. All of my friends who are up in that kind of neck of the woods, and I do have a few, all were Mm. like, oh, you've got to come to... And I looked up Brisbane. I was like, holy crap, I'm going to take the family to Brisbane. I'm taking my mates there. It's a ripper city. I've I've been to Queensland. No, I'm dead serious. I've been to Queensland a lot. Yeah. But different... I'd never really spent time in Brisbane. And because of an evening, I, my what I was doing would finish around five o'clock. I was there for three days, mm. uh, and I had no friends. I'd sort of just go, "All right, change my clothes, get out of the bag of fruit, see what's uh, what this town's got to offer, baby." What's and get out the bag of fruit mean? You say it's wrong. <laughs> I I didn't say I'd be getting out the bag of fruit. I said <laughs> I get out of the bag of fruit, which is uh, remove the suit, right. put, on, put on some civvies. Thought it was a drug reference of some. Oh yeah, yeah. Pull out my bag of drugs that I'd smuggled up uh, in, in, I don't in my luggage. No, uh, I'm a square. Trip. I don't know. Get it's you crazy backseat. I'm not Jim Morrison for God's to... sake. I don't check into a mot- hotel and and start breaking out the drugs. I was there to work. I was alone. Uh, yeah. Uh, if my housemate is listening, I was alone. Oh, what? I hope you were alone either way. Thanks very much. Well, there was a lot of real estate types there, and I tell you what, they know how to party. Uh, I just didn't know where the parties were, and nobody told me. But it doesn't matter. (laughs) So so, (laughs) at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I I would break out the civvies and go for a stroll, and the weather was magnificent in between 27 and 29 degrees every day. Mm. And you know what? Even if you're walking, uh, working, you you, you still have a like. a bit of permission to have a beer and, you know. Just, oh, yeah, because you're on holiday. You're out of town. Well, you're, you're out of town yeah, and you're alone. No, and, totally. you know, what, what, what is my natural uh, environment? It's the pub or, you know, something <laughs> like that. Well, I wouldn't, you know, of an evening, what else would I do if, if you're by yourself? Pop off to the library. <laughs> it's close. In fact, I have, t- 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 I have two acquaintances that work at the library. I only found out too late. 
Mm. Um, otherwise, I would have visited them for sure. Um, but, but yeah, but is there like city. an amazing like waterfront like part water park thing with like flat like gorgeous water views and stuff like? Oh, isn't like that a... South Bank? Or, I didn't go yeah. to that part. No, I was. Ah, that's well, supposed to be the whole point of the place. Well, I was staying. My my hotel was across the road from the uh, Botanic Gardens and the river. Oh. Oh. So it was magnificent. I but, love know, a the, botanic. Oh, look, this is great. Just a great mm. for the morning walk. You put on the headphones, do your study, walk all up the river, walk through town. And uh, But the thing is, you know, they, they've got those bin chickens everywhere. They are oh, absolutely yeah. – like I was. I, I caught myself. I went, went off to get some lunch at one point. And I'm standing at the lights with a bin chicken standing next to me. We should just say ibis for those of you who are not – Ibis. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they, they're just hanging out. But then right. there are these beautiful gnarly trees in the streets and then they, they put signs on the tree. They don't drill into the bark, but they put it, they attach them somehow mm. just saying this tree's this old and it's still helping to keep the air clean. And then That's you, in the botanicals? No, this is in the street near oh, the wow. botanicals. Oh, wow. No. But then these beautiful big trees in that, and they're sort of like in, in uh, Hanoi where they sort of they mesh across the streets and stuff and then so all the birds are attracted so you get this beautiful bird sound in there. Nice. And at one point, at about 11 o'clock in the morning, I was walking around near the gardens again. I was outside the hotel. We were having some sort of a break. Mm. And just a chorus of kookaburras kicked in. Oh. And I just thought, oh, my God, this city's fantastic. The eating options are fantastic. Very heavily, uh, very heavily Asian influence there. I know it's a big sort of Asian community and well catered for in the restaurants. So uh, that but always more, goes more of a well Japanese thing, yeah. Oh, right. More of a Je- but I might have been just the part of town I was in. Right. But also went to a magnificent... Um, Pinball machine bar, uh, <laughs> is that what they call them? <laughs> and uh, owned by an, an expat Melbourneian, and I got tipped off by someone, uh, uh, Adam, and here in Melbourne, who said, "Go and have a look. Go here. My mate owns this joint. I went in there, and I said, "Are you Jimmy?" He goes, "Yep." And I said, "Oh, I don't they're know. always said, called Jimmy." <laughs> yeah, and he, he sent me <laughs> along, yeah. and the joint was packed on a public holiday because it was Echo Day or something uh, there in the, in the middle of the two days. Mm. But uh, yes, I got like a big handful of free tokens, and I was playing pennies. And, and the good thing about being by yourself and playing pennies is nobody really notices because it's not a two-person thing unless you're playing doubles. But you still got to stand in front of the person as a in front of the machine as a single person, so I you blend know. in a lot more. Oh, I don't really get that because I don't know anything about pinball. You don't understand what a pinball machine is. So it's one person in front of the machine and then the next person has a turn. If you're playing doubles, right. but if usually you play singles, yeah. you stand in front of the machine, your ball shoots out, you hit yeah. the ball up and down until it goes back through the chute. That's pinball. Yeah, okay. The complicated world of pinball. Okay. Anyway, yeah. it was good and that was in the Fortitude Valley area. Uh, you know, where well, there's a Brunswick Street or whatever it is there as well. Um, I can't remember now. But Sweet. yeah, what a city. Yeah, and I, right. I barely scratched the surface. And I definitely said to the housemate when I came back, we're going there just for a weekend, you know, yeah, just man. a couple and of nights. You should go to the Bris- to the festival up there. Which one? The the Brisbane the Arts Clash. Festival. Oh, no, what's Bri- that? Well, they've, Brisbane's like really kind of cutting edge when it comes to artsy festivals. Like, an, mm. yeah, apparently. I the- thought all I could eat here was in here in Victoria, but there's more arts to be had. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? I'm serious. Where, tell me. I thought it was here. What else no, have we got? No, no. The the Brisbane and Adelaide have to have the sort of – Brisbane kind of re-established itself, mm, emerged, it. I suppose, yeah, in the last, like, 10 years, I think. I mean, mm. probably someone in arts administration could tell me how much of a moron I am out of 10 for saying no, that. But I I'm pretty – sure thanks no i'm okay um i'm pretty sure that's right Mm. and um people like oh the brisbane festival what's this going to be like and then it kind of blew everybody's minds 
So right. yeah, and and I remember that that moment, and then after that, ever since, it's been like a festival that people go to from all around Australia and the world. I think. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so, so maybe it's coincided. Like Oklahoma uh, tracksuit pant wearing uh, uh, dance troupe, whatever they're called. So sometimes, uh, listeners, when Stu, when we talk about the arts, Stu references one of the three arts things he's seen. <laughs> usually he's seen them with me and usually they weren't to his liking and so he thinks that 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 all of the arts is terrible and also that they are all my fault. Actually, I don't even think you saw the tracksuit pant wearing. No, I just saw their uh, I just saw their picture and that was enough. Hello, we're they dancing, were dancing tracksuit pant people from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't know anything. That was I think that was um, Nature Theatre of Oklahoma, like one of the greatest theatre companies in the world. I God. Know. I totally agree. How horrifying for you that you've just <laughs> confessed. I've to. seen the story of O. <laughs> yeah, see, here we go. Ding. Oh, what was that thing that was being screamed at the whole time? Oh. No, no, please, please don't. Um, oh. So oh. A- any well, other news was, for was, us, Farrell? It any was dramatic. Other? Well, uh, yeah, there is news. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I espouse the joys of cryptocurrency uh, Oh, I don't know, go. six or eight months ago, and I was leading the pack when it came to uh, money uh, money people there for a while, but uh, much like everyone else, I've, I think I've halved, or, or no, actually, oh. I, I, no, I'm about 70% down now, so I'm now oh, saying, Lauren Clark, I'm on no. the record, thank you, Lauren Clark, it's saying, <laughs> what, be a bit more careful when it comes to cryptocurrency, because <laughs> it, it, it is not the cash pit, well, it is certainly a cash pit, but it's not the cash cow <laughs> that everyone uh, espoused it to be. Now, and, and, and I must just put a little asterisk in after everyone there because yeah, well, a lot of people. Now, but you know what I'm doing? That. I'm yeah. hodling Lauren Clark. What does that mean? That's the internet jargon for hold. And so I'm hodling and uh, I expect it to rebound. Right. I'm prepared to risk all of my stake in my belief in this currency. It may return. It's and not, it's not Bitcoin, is it? It's some other weird one. No, no, but it's one of the big ones. It's right. not. It's not like I discovered the uh, magic <laughs> uh, little pudding. Uh, no, it's it, not like some because I pictured some guy in like one turner or something going. I've got my own one. That, Who can that I get? Happened, and I think he made a billion dollars. There was one Australian guy that's got yeah. one of the massive coins, and he's a multi. Yeah. But uh, yeah, currently I, I'm not. I won't be uh, flying business class listen, with him. Listen but. to listen to for Prophet Farrell, everyone. He's a multi. I mean, he doesn't. He what? can't even be bothered to say millionaire or billionaire. Doesn't matter. He's a multi. That's how they categorize them now. Well, Lauren, love it. Lauren. Just love it. Well, you know, for Prophet Farrell, he's turned a page. He's turned a corner. Have, he's in a new world. Have I ever uh, denied being for Prophet Farrell since I I realized that the community and not for profit sector is a con. No, right. you have not. I didn't say you were walking away from it. I said you're embracing no, it with open arms. No, I, I did not embrace. Proudly. I did not embrace the uh, for, for the not for profit sector whatsoever. No, I know. Uh, which is which is actually what you're doing there is you're throwing some baby out with some of that bathwater because <laughs> <laughs> there are just because you've had a couple of uh, experiences with same doesn't mm. mean that the entire of the not for profit sector is. Always <laughs> <laughs> got of, their hand out. You oh know, like God, it is time, no. It is time. Oh, Clark, really? For people to pull, pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. 
Oh, no, I have to go. I must be leaving. It's been a pleasure. Well, good, because, look, uh, let's be honest, it's not the morning. It's the night before the morning, but the morning and the night don't exist no more because this is the podcast uh, era. And uh, we may (laughs) be... Thank goodness we don't go into all those unnecessary Well, I was going to say, I was glued to my uh, computer screen before (laughs) as the political uh, machinations unravel in Canberra oh, here. Oh, yes. As, uh, it, it appears as though, if not tonight, tomorrow morning, we may have a new Prime Minister and one that could probably drag us out of the hole that we are currently in in this left-leaning uh, paradise for all wow. those ABC types. Do you it's know, time I, that they were taught. I always find things like this where mm. people think they're being funny by being right-wing <laughs> I'm not so being right-wing. stressful. It's so it's stressful. Wow. It makes taking me taking Trump off the front page for five minutes. No, no, you talking about it is making me stress. The bloody Dutton thing is a complete, and also it's hilarious. You know what? I mean, and first of all, I mean, I know this has been said, but like mm. he is the guy who turned around, turned his back, and walked out on, you know, the apology, and like he's the guy who it was one that laughed about the uh, Pacific La- Islands about, about to be uh, swamped by water, and saying uh, yeah. that their uh, their toes will be wet at the front doors. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that uh, what a uh, conference uh, for uh, it or uh, uh, a summit uh, for uh, them? With yeah. his microphone on, like an yeah. absolute. Like he, he is yeah. like a kid. He's like one of those kids who you knew was nasty in school because nobody. Like him. liked him. His family didn't like him. Like nobody <laughs> liked him. You know what I mean? He's just got that nasty thing. And anyway, so there's him. And then the other side of it, hmm. Lee Turnbull, who's like, I know we've got international listeners, but I'm gather, gathering that you've got a sense of like who these people are. Prime Minister of Australia. He he actually just goes, uh, oh, no, none of those things that I was talking about matter anymore because I could get turfed hmm. because of a poll. And so I'm just going to stop being the person I was and stop representing, you know, the people that I was pretending you? to represent. Yeah. yeah and I'm gonna just going to put it in the can so that I can stay in this job, which I don't need because I don't need the money. It's all for ego. It's not for obviously not for principle because I've just flushed that down to the toilet. Mm. And it can't be for money because I'm a, what did you say? A multi. I'm a multi. Oh, multi. Yeah, he's a multi. He's one of us. He's a multi. And he doesn't. He's not. He's a. He's for profit. That's for sure. Oh, for sure he is. And he gets. I oh, was reading. Him. You know, the other day when I was reading about Jacinda, Jacinda Ardern paying. Uh, remember, she. You might have read this, but she got a. She got that. Knocked she, back a pay rise. She knocked back a pay rise for herself and all of the other P, uh, MPs. That'll make her popular. Yeah, I mean, it probably doesn't make it popular amongst those guys, but it makes mm. it's a good move in terms of saying, you know what, you know, we're not going to, because there are literally teachers and nurses and stuff banging down the door going, so come on, we need Help. some money. Yeah, yeah. And apparently she's got about a dollar fifty, and she's like, okay, here we go. We're, it, it just is never going to look good for us to have it. Anyway, have a pay rise. But then in one of the articles that was talking about this, it said that she's like number five in the world in terms of, how high her salary is compared to the average salary. So she's on like mm. 400 and something, 430 a year, mm. right? Well, the person at number one mm-hmm. is Turnbull. So he, the biggest gap between the Prime Minister and the average wage is in Australia out of all the OECD countries. Is that right? I yeah. didn't hear that part of it. Didn't so, the article. Oh. so here he is, he's doing that. And, you know, so I just, but like what is he in there for? If he's not... He's, 
he's in there for the politics oh. of playing the game. Like you could you, say that he had a, he had some sort of conviction and that he had a belief and a vision for Australia, but he obviously doesn't have that. Well, can't you can't say that anymore? No, you just, can't say it whatsoever. No. So he has no. He, he's so his main objective seems to, as you say, stay in power. Ego. It must be mm. ego. And I mean, mm. that's incredible. That's just because one person who's doing that. But also the, the fact that it's come down to one person, this is what like all of those, you know, articles that I remember I, I, I my favourite thing that I ever read, the me- megalogenous piece about like how back in the olden days you would in, in you know, the 80s, Keating mm. and then Hawk, no, Hawk and then Keating, sorry, would they would introduce a thing and it would be totally unpopular and they would just go, well, I'm just going to ride this out. I know it's unpopular. I'm going to explain to you why it's important. And mm-hmm. I know that you're going to, it's going to take you a while to get used to this. And I know that I'll be unpopular for a while. And polls and stuff just weren't as important. And no. now a poll comes out. Like people were saying yesterday, oh, tell you what, if the poll comes out later and he's less popular, he's done for and we've got a new prime. It's like, what? Why are well, we it's all... like ratings, Lauren Clark. Radio ratings, TV ratings. Do they really matter? Or are they just there to give us pleasure? You know? <laughs> Lauren Clark, how do the fun please get in contact with us here at the Stupidly Small Podcast? You've just got your own unique take, haven't you, Faz? <laughs> uh, the fun police can find us at Stupidly Big. We're stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. We can give us a rating and review of five stars or more, please, rating. for this very podcast, which is, you know, the only one in living memory. And uh, also, you can uh, find us on – I do – I am online and I do try and get back to people. <laughs> Farrell's useless and does nothing because he's mm. banned all social media. I just don't have time for that sort of Oh, uh, my God. Non- Profit activity. I just want to remind everybody that I have had a baby <laughs> while recording uh, this podcast, another, basically. Another drain on the system. <laughs> and you, yeah. you've got a job and all of a sudden you can't. <laughs> I can do everything. Uh, you're so, uh, your, your right wing persona makes me tense and annoyed. So, oh, so Stu Farrell. That's not the idea, is it's it? It's really not. Um, no, it's, uh, we will see you when we see you. No rush. I I'm did back ru- tomorrow. Are we doing mailbag? Rubbish. You're totally. We've got so much mail, it's not funny. We actually do have a heaving mailbag for a change. How are those t-shirts going, my friend? <laughs> you oh. sent them off here, I'm, have they no, been? You know what happened? My housemate uh, did a house clean up uh-huh. and the ones I had pulled out of the box and I had allocated and they're back in the mix and, and the box of t-shirts gone missing. Oh, but... So I, that's a I metaphor for the entire stupidly big. Write to me. It's <laughs> a metaphor for the stupidly big media empire. And we're getting. We you know we are doing. Nice. I've got to say this, and I think I mentioned right. it last time we were together. Is yeah. uh, do, we're doing shiver me tinkies tea towels because uh, so... I, I need one beautiful sort of a memento. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you it. if you can manage to do that, I'll be most impressed. All right. Good. That's a, that's a challenge, <laughs> uh, and I am going to take it. I've written it down. Shiver me. Oh, jeez. He's written it down, everyone. He's well, written it I, down. Well, you know, one, they say that 50% of achieving a goal is writing it down. Is that what they say? Yeah. <laughs> if that's the case, then I have achieved all so many things because no, I've that's, written that's, my... No, 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 that's shopping list. That's not, that's not goal no, setting. My okay? to-do list, my goal setting list that's on the fridge mm. is terrifying. When I look at it, I have, like, physical responses. Oh. <laughs> not good ones. And, no. uh, yeah, I, none of them have been done. Stuart Farrell, we'll see you when we see you. And thank you very much to all of the listeners who've been in touch. We will see you soon. Bye-bye.